0: Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast.
1: Hey there, this is Angel Donovan with another episode of Dating Skills Podcast. Today we have Evolve and the Sneak, uh, both instructors with Starlight for around five years and who have recently started. Our blog where they do private coaching called The Gentleman's Society. Hey there, guys.
2: Hey, what's up?
1: Good to, have, good to have you on the show. So what we thought we do with the show is like we get a lot of questions from some of the users of Dating Skills Review um, on all sorts of topics, and we're going to start answering some of these on, on the podcast from time to time. So today's session, we're going to spend some of it ask, uh, answering some of the questions that you've sent in. So let, let me just grab one of them, and, and we'll get, go through it. So this is a question from Richard, and you know Richard just discovered all of this advice, everything, and thinks it's really great. However, he's, he's concerned that maybe some of the t- techniques for older guys, there isn't, there isn't a lot of information about that. So he's, he's a 40-something, and he's having difficulty finding information that's relevant to, to himself what would you guys suggest you know, that he works on or what kind of tips would you have for someone who's a bit older in their
2: 40s? Hey, Richard. So, you know, what's really important to look at when you're, when you're looking at a technique is that it follows the principles. And if you look on gentlemansociety.com, our blog, everything we post up, we make sure it follows the principles. Otherwise, it should be timeless. If, if something is, is following the principles... It should work no matter what age you are. Um,
0: well, i just use an example. The, the last boot camp we did, uh, we had a guy who was uh, in his 50s, actually. And uh, when he got back from using some of the material, he mentioned to us that uh, girls never even, his age never even came into question. Um, I, I think it's just something that people fear more than uh, they should. So in general there's not really you don't really need a special technique for it um just you know follow the principles that are out there for the seduction material and um and uh and the techniques will kind of come along with it
1: yeah i uh, the principles do stay the same so basically what you guys are saying is like um don't 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 be scared of just getting out there cuz what what's probably holding you back is your fear of using the techniques because you think they're not relevant to the older guy rather than the fact that they aren't relevant to the older guy.
0: Sure. Um, I mean, you know, like, uh, I learned a lot of this from an older guy. Uh, and uh, that's not... Um, it, it was never particularly difficult for, for him. He never even mentioned anything about it. Uh-huh. Uh, so... It's. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's a problem. Uh, I think that guys think it's a problem, but you just have to kind of keep practicing.
1: Right, right. Because st- style from style from style life is in his forties now, and so is mystery from the Nusian Arts. Right,
0: right. Um, and and they certainly uh, they certainly do really well. I mean, I know for a fact Neil does.
1: Great. So. Okay, well, uh, one one of the tips you know I, I could just throw in here because I'm nearly in my forties is that you know I guess some 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 guys they don't feel so comfortable in the bar and club environment when they're a bit older. Maybe they or maybe they're just not as interested in being you know in a, in a loud club anymore because they've done they done their time in it. Uh, so. Uh, Maybe, you know, focusing more on day game, learning more about day game and and streets and cafes and restaurants and all of those situations is is more relevant to you, Richard, because, um, you know, you don't have to go to bars and clubs to meet women. There's actually a lot more opportunities outside of bars and clubs, and, you know, a lot of it is the same kind of principles. What would you guys say about that?
2: I would say that I, I agree with you and that I can relate. I don't really want to be in a loud club either. I mean, certainly I'll do it for work now and then, uh, but it's not my preferred place to be hanging out. Lucky for me, there's, like you said, tons of women outside of clubs as well.
1: Right. So, I mean, you know, and also I guess you can think about your, your hobbies and your, your habits and, and, and kind of work around them, right? So, you know, if you're a bit older, you know, obviously we change what we do over our lives, you know, and, uh, you know, you can look into meeting women in whatever you're up to in your, in your general life, you know, um, and just let it evolve as you, as you get on with your life. There's no reason why it should be two separate, completely different things. Are you guys good with that or have you got other ideas? Yeah,
0: let's move on to the next one.
1: Great. So this is a question from Ellison. And this is a, this is one of those kind of detailed questions that often you get when from people who have uh, just started learning about this stuff, so they're really looking at the details. So he's been talking to a girl online, he's been chatting to her, and she suddenly goes offline, but then she returns online a few minutes later. However, she doesn't further the chat. She doesn't keep talking with him, and he's just very kind of confused about what that means. Well,
2: first of all, we don't believe in talking to girls online very much at all during the process. Do you think uh, the question is referring to actually online dating or someone he was talking to outside of that and also speaking to online?
0: Yeah, because the difference would be whether he actually met her in person and then talked to him online or whether he's actually, like, meeting her through a dating site.
1: Right. Well, let's talk about the two scenarios because you you can never tell. So with the the first scenario, if he's he's kind of met her online for the first time and, and this is what's going on.
2: So if he's meeting her online for the first time and she doesn't reinitiate the chat, it's over. Um, you know, if he tried to say something to her and she didn't get back to him, then move on to the next girl that you're trying to meet.
0: Yeah, there are, like, infinite people. So just go on to the next one. Um, if if you met her in a, outside of that and then started talking to her online and she didn't respond to you, then I would suggest... Uh, well, first of all, I just don't think you... you have enough traction, um, because otherwise she would. So my suggestion is: next time you go out, check your footwork, pay attention to um, everything that leads up to getting the phone number, and make sure you're doing all of that right, uh, so that you don't kind of run into that problem again. Uh, I think if you if you do the work outside of the online or the texting or the phone right, then you need very little time. Uh, there's very little time that has to be spent talking to someone online or talking to them through text messaging or on the phone. You right. just meet up with them again after, like, a little short conversation about logistics.
1: Right, right. And I think there's something important, you know, you're bringing up there is like, well, first of all, just in case some people – traction means that, you know, that um, you've got her invested in you. I guess that's what you meant when you said traction, that things, things are going well with, between you already before you actually talk with her online. So, so – Go ahead. Oh, that's I
0: was just agreeing with you.
1: Okay. Okay. So that, the, what you brought up there, which was is important, is that basically the the, the kind of chatting online and you could say it's, it's similar to texting on the phone. You know, it's a very very similar thing. It is like it doesn't matter too much what you say. It's 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 not going to have a big influence on whether it goes well or not. What does make the difference is the kind of vibe you had before you started texting. So when you met and everything, that's, that's like the 80, 80%, right? And then the 20% is is texting, and you, you can say things which aren't so great, and you still get away with it because the 80% was the part when, when you first met her and you got the number or the email or whatever it was.
0: Right. I think too much time is spent worrying about what you're going to say on the phone or worrying about what you're going to say in a text message or what you're going to say in the next message to her. If you had done all of the previous work right, you would then be able to just get the phone number, set up the date, and then move on. You wouldn't need much between that.
1: So what would you suggest to this guy? Because, you know, obviously he's, he's, he's kind of not calibrated or not, not calibrating to the situation... Have you got some pointers on, on things he should think about in order to, so like, next time he understands what went wrong um, or or where he's at in the process with the girl?
2: Yes, here's my advice. My advice is do more sets. So he needs more social experience. So get out there, make some more approaches, and really focus on keeping that... Uh, initial approach really, really tight. So you want to get out there. You want to get your opener done. You want to be really, really interesting. You know, with all of these community advices on being interesting out there, that shouldn't be too tough. You've got your demonstration of higher value routines. If you poke around with our material, you'll find the identity exercise, which is basically a way of telling Infinite stories about yourself that tie back to your identity in a really interesting manner. You've got disqualification, pebbles, and teases, and that kind of thing. Make sure you've got all of that in place and make sure that you do a good job qualifying her, otherwise, valuing her for things other than her looks. And after that, use an, a solid seating technique uh, to get the clothes, otherwise, seating is a technique where you pretty much bring up an event and make it sound really, really, really exciting. And then after that, you don't invite her, change the topic, talk about something else. And then a few minutes later, you remember and you invite her. And when you're exchanging numbers at this point, it's purely because you already have plans. So you don't actually need to go back and try to work on it online with any kind of online game or text game or phone game, you're already ready for the next interaction, which will happen in person. And keep repeating that process over and over and over and over and over and over, and over until it gets tighter and tighter. Write lots of field reports and you'll
1: get better quick. But that, that's that's great, very simple process there. So let's just go over that again, again quickly. It's basically like, first of all, be interesting. Uh, to her, make sure she gets interested in, you know, she's, you're having fun and so on, and then qualify her, for those guys who don't know what qualifying is, the second step is to basically show you're interested in her for something other than her looks, so say something, that you're, you know, something she says, you say, oh yeah, that's cool about you, I like that, so you, basically you have to give her a reason, a logical reason that you actually are interested in her because of what she's done, and the third part you said was seeding, which is talking about something you could do together in, f- in the future sometime. It could be any kind of date scenario or something interesting you're doing. Um, but then you said as uh, the next step is to not invite her to that. Is that correct?
2: Right. So seating would be you build the event up, but you do not invite her. Yeah. And then you actually change the topic talk about something different for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then after that topic change, you come back to the seat and you sort of close it down with the invitation. And the only other thing to remember is that when you do get the phone number, don't leave right away. Mm-hmm. That would look like the phone number was the prize, which is a little bit uh, of a weak move. As opposed to that, just stay and hang out and talk for at least three to five more minutes. That way it doesn't look like the phone number was some kind of prize that you want.
1: Right, and all, when when you do all of these things, it will just look completely natural because this is this is how how it works naturally. Um, so that, that's very good and clear advice. Thank you, man. Okay, should we move on to the next question?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Let's keep talking. This is fun.
1: Okay, cool. So this question is from Stephen, and Stephen wants to know how do you break up with a girl after dating her for six to seven months?
0: So, um, so. It's a complicated question at first. Uh The the idea is this. Um, You should, as a seducer, and and this is kind of a more advanced idea, uh, but you should set up the ending of your relationship. I know this sounds kind of bizarre, but set up the end of your relationship in the seduction. Uh, In other words, like, the way that you kind of carry yourself, the way that you play the seduction um the routines you use the kind of attitude you have like whether you're a bad boy or kind of being a romantic um is going to say something different to her at the beginning mm-hmm. um, and it's going to leave her with a different impression kind of after you become intimate or whatever so if i play the romantic naturally she's kind of going to be in this mode where it's more relationship if i'm kind of like a free-spirited bad boy Uh, there's a good chance she will kind of go like, I bet this is kind of a one night stand type deal. So I think like the quality of your seduction and understanding that like your image and the character that you kind of are are playing uh, is determining how she's going to react to you in the end will help you with that. Uh, And then Jay, uh, Jay, you can talk about what to do if you kind of haven't done that.
2: Right. So that's a, that's a fun advanced concept. And Evolve and I will sit around the house all day talking about seduction. It's Evolve's passion, it's his art, it's what he absolutely loves to talk about. But let's go ahead and say you're a guy who didn't do that, or maybe seduction isn't your passion, you just got into the game to try to meet somebody, you dated them for a while, and you found yourself in this situation. Here's some tips in that case. One, know that it's not going to be a pretty easy thing you spent a lot of time connecting and get, getting very close with that person. If somebody's trying to give you advice to say, this is how you do it, one, two, three, and it'll be totally simple and she won't cry and there will be no pain involved, they're probably lying to you. But that's okay. That's, that's part of this journey. That's part of falling in love or making those connections. With the good comes the bad. And that moment in time will be a difficult and painful time. But in the end, when she reflects on the relationship and you reflect on it, hopefully it was something that was very positive and affected both of your lives in a great way. And that negative moment at the end there was really just a blip on the radar. That said, here's how to keep it from being more painful than it needs to be. Don't do the back and forth thing. It's a Band-Aid, rip it off, make it it quick and easy. Don't break up, get back together, break up, get back together. That will cause more pain in both of your lives than just being a man about it. You've decided that you were done, you've decided it was over. Communicate it clear and move forward from there. Um, My own personal
0: life, I was in a four-year relationship and when we kind of knew we had to get out of it, Uh, we both kind of sat down, said we couldn't do it anymore, decided to say, let's not talk to each other for a month, kind of live our lives. And if we feel like this need to get back together, then we'll do that. And after about a month of not speaking to one another, we both knew that we needed to be apart. Like it was, it was, our lives were better for it.
1: So you've given, you've given a lot of great advice here, uh, like starting from the beginning. Um, what you said was basically you have to start the relationship on, on the terms that you think you, you're going to want to basically live it and, and, and deal with it. Um, obviously like a lot of guys probably don't think too far ahead, um, when they're getting into a relationship when they first meet a girl.
0: Um, sure. I, so I think that I, I was going to say, I think that's part of the, the, the skill of seduction is, is how far ahead you can think. Yeah. I, like, like, a, like right when you first get into it, it's kind of, step by step, like I say this, she says this, as you get better and better at it, you know that the few things you're going to say at the beginning, she'll respond to in this particular way. So you can start kind of like getting more finesse in those uh, in those steps, because you don't have to quite think about them as much. Um, and you can kind of think further, more long term with your seductions as you get better and better. Um, so, you know, when you get good enough, I think you can kind of Figure out how to expect, like how to how to get the precise ending that you want,
1: right? Um, and it's about it's about knowing what you want, right? Because right. you know, when you get towards, so you, I think this requires a bit of experience with women. So it's probably not going to happen with the first few girls you meet. But after Absolutely. a while, you'll know what you want out with the women and what type of relationships you're ready for at the moment. So you can start. You could you basically just gotta be strong and and stand up to that standard whatever you want rather than kind of like some guys will chicken out of it um because they, they think that they're not going to be like any girl if they don't just stand up for what they want, which maybe isn't what she wants right
0: right and 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 expect to you know if you're really gonna study this stuff, know that along the way you're uh you're going to break hearts and lose girls that you thought you might have really wanted to keep around
1: right. And, and the other point uh, you, you made was uh, giving space. Uh, I really think that's essential. Some of the problems people come across is that their friends groups have kind of merged. If they've been together for a while, six, seven months, maybe a year, maybe they're all kind of hanging out with each other's friends a lot. Uh, so it can be a bit difficult not to be bumping into each other all the time or basically. But I, th- I think it, it really is important to get some space uh, like you said, like a month, and like get, get somebody kind of agreement between you that, you know, for however you're going to do it, that you're going to organize yourself so that you get that space to get that distance and kind of let the emotions uh, play out, play out before you can you know, decide if you want to be friends or whatever else you want to do going forward. And uh, the other thing that S- the Sneak said, which is definitely a huge no-no, is to, you know, kind of break up and then accidentally have sex, you know, some a couple of weeks later at a party and do this bouncing around thing where neither of you kind of knows what the situation is. So it's it's very, very important to be, you know, cut and dry and, and and also kind about it because I think some of the some of the other things that go wrong is like people start getting angry at each other and uh they it's it's really because what, what I've seen with guys, for instance, is they feel guilty that they're breaking up with someone and so that seems to come out as anger towards her in the end. And uh, they'll, they'll actually be pretty mean and, and, and do it in a bad way. So I think it takes a stronger guy basically, you know, to be nice and understand that the situation is like he wants to break up with her and he's going to do it um, in, a, in a strong, you know, quick, dry way. But, you know, he, he still cares about her and he can still, like, to tell her how he really feels about her.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Okay. Anything to
1: say on this topic, guys? No, no. I think that was a great comprehensive answer. Great, great. So here's a question from Cole. Now his question is pretty general here. It's, my question is, how do I understand women? I want to know them better than myself. Well, let's talk about that.
2: So the core of our program is actually learning about yourself as much as possible. And if you want to understand women, more than you understand yourself it probably means that you need to spend a lot more time thinking about your own
1: identity okay so you know it's 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 pretty straightforward and and simple there uh what what i what i would add to that is that um the whole the whole the whole process of uh, meeting lots of women and in fact people interacting with people you learn a lot about yourself so when it comes down to it, um, you, you can read a lot, because I think what this guy is probably talking about is like, you know, there's some books which you can read and you can understand and they give you ideas about how to understand women, how they act, and that's all good. And, and it's def- definitely very helpful, uh, like David Deida's work comes to mind, you know, and, and some of Zamperio's stuff, for example. Oh, um, um, let me see something for uh, a can second,
0: can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, It's a really simple question. Uh, What's your favorite movie?
1: My favorite movie? Yeah. Right now, I'd say I liked The Dark Knight Rises. Great. Why do you like
0: The Dark Knight Rises?
1: It's just spectacular, man. The director, you know, he, he, he wrote this story and, you know, he wrote it and he planned it all ahead. So it had the whole trilogy and he's like, you know, planned it 10 years ahead, had a bunch of good actors and... And it's got great music. It's just every, every part of it has like, attention to detail and, and the emotions throughout the film.
0: Cool. So basically what you did was you just told me that the movie was good, but I want to know about you and why you like the movie. Like, what does it mean to you when you watch it? In other words, like, what, is it, what does it make you feel? If it's your favorite thing, there's something inside you that goes like, man, I really connect to this. This, this makes me feel this way. Um you know, like, when you hear your favorite music, like, it, it, it makes you visualize things. It, like, brings you back to wherever it was that you heard that, whatever right. experiences you had. Mm-hmm. So it's important to, like, know that. So so why is The Dark Knight Rises your favorite movie outside of the technical stuff about the movie? Or what does the technical stuff make you feel about the movie?
1: It's, it's, it's a moving story. I guess why it's more moving for me is that it's more real than a lot of the other movies. You know, it gets pretty bashed up, so you get to feel when he's down, um, so that, you know, a lot of films, they they keep it kind of like funny and uh, it doesn't get very deep, but The Dark Knight Rises is a bit deeper, you know, he gets pretty down, he gets, and pretty real, so you get a feel for, you know, the kind of emotions he's going through in his life, which is a pretty, you know, pretty, uh, pretty horrible life at the end of it, right? Well,
0: can, can you relate to his character in some way?
1: The struggle. Yeah, the struggle. We all have our struggles in life and I guess, you know, you look at his struggle and you look at your own struggles and, you know, and you see that he's, he's really strong and so it's, it's kind of respect for someone who would have to go through all of that and gives you something to look up to and something to say, hey, you know, I, I, I can struggle through my stuff and um, it's nothing compared to this guy.
0: Great. So, so that, that would be the, what you just said about the struggle. And how, you, how you, you kind of got that out of it. that You got this kind of feeling of, you know, there's this struggle and, and you can relate to it. Um, and th- that's kind of the answer I want. Uh, w- when I say that, I want someone to kind of know themselves. Like, it, it could be as simple as like knowing why your favorite movie is your favorite movie. Because if you tell me that, that tells me a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Um, versus if you tell me about the movie, like the technical stuff, that tells me about the movie. And a lot of what seduction is is being able to convey an identity to someone mm-hmm. in a very, a very, very quickly, or I should say, with the right timing. Um, so one of the things you can do is answer those questions uh, to yourself very. Um, uh, I should say, um, find those answers in yourself. And make them connect to you emotionally or, or through your experiences. So, like, my favorite band, the Deftones. And when I was younger, I heard them in high school. And every single time they had an album that came out, it was, like, one of the best times of my life. So whenever I listen to a Deftones album, it reminds me of that awesome time in my life. And I get those feelings and those visualizations. And that's why Deftones is my favorite band. Um, so the point is that when someone hears something like that, it, it kind of brings them to you through that thing, uh, through like that band or that movie or that food that you like or that place that you've always wanted to travel or that inspirational hero kind of you have. And uh, it helps them kind of define you in their head, right? Um, it, it's it's a, a lot of it's about getting them to know who you are. And so... Just answering questions like that can lead you to understand more about yourself. Does that make sense?
1: Yep, that makes sense, man. That's good. Cool. So by understanding yourself, you'll better understand women?
0: Sure.
2: Well, and you'll help them understand you as well. There's an order to to it. And the desire to want to understand women better than you understand yourself sounds like it has a good heart. Like, I like where he was coming from in the question, because Mm -hmm. understanding will be an incredible, powerful thing for him to to have as a seducer, but the question puts things in a slightly incorrect order. You must know
1: thyself first. Yep, totally. I totally agree with you guys. That's That's a good point. All right, so once he understands himself, how does he work on understanding women Better Or does that come naturally once you understand yourself? This is all very philosophical, but, you know, we're asking a question here. Well,
2: certainly go out and talk to a whole bunch of them. Right. I went out, you know, four times a week, three nights a week. uh, Sorry, three hours each night that I went out at least four times a week and tried to stay in set once every uh, 20 minutes on average. So that's the old community newbie drill. You you do that for a month and see how it feels.
0: I would say one of the things that you end up learning it's not really understanding the mind of women, but it's more of understanding like social patterns. Like you'll see that that you'll see the same things happen over and over again, right? Like the reason a girl rejects you is kind of the same. It's just because she's so she's been so repetitively hit on in the same way that she kind of. Creates her own barrier to this social pattern. And so in Pickup and Seduction, we learn a new way to open them that breaks that pattern. So you'll start to see patterns which will help you understand not just women, but kind of the social world and a little bit about social psychology. Um, you'll learn about all of that. It's kind of a bonus, right? Rather than just women, you kind of get to learn about the social world.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, totally. You know, I'm really... Uh, with you guys on the experience thing, uh, like like I was saying before. You can read a lot of stuff, but until you've basically had a lot of conversations and you've seen a lot of things, you you know, you see social dynamics around you and you you take notice. So I guess it's, you know, it's one, become a lot more observant, um, both for the girl in front of you, but also, you know, the kind of context of the, the situation. And then it's just like rack up the hours of, you know, you're talking to women and you're in these social environments and you'll just naturally start to understand all the all, all connections will come into place.
2: Right, here's a great rule. Anybody who just listened to this podcast, don't consume any more information through another podcast or an article. Go out. And then after that, check out another article.
1: Yeah, t- totally. I mean, it, sh- it should be, you know, 20% study and 80% experience, you know, going out there and getting more experience because at the end of the day, that's what's going to get you. And and uh, what we always say is that, you know, people tend to read two bits of information and uh, they they go out and uh, apply one of them half-heartedly, right? Um, what you really have to do is get one piece of information, go and apply it for a week or something, and then, you know, when you've really drilled it out, then you can go and read something else. So it's really take your time with the study part. So... Uh, guys, that's that's through the questions part now. Now, what, what we always ask people when they come on the show is just, you know, for a guy who's trying to get good at this, what are the top three things he should be doing? You know, whatever you think they are, you know, if you started from this from scratch, what are the top three things you would do to get good at this quickly, as quickly as possible? Number one,
2: get in field and actually apply yourself on a consistent basis. mm mm-hmm. Number two, write field reports, or if you don't want to be on a forum for whatever reason, take meticulous notes in a personal journal. And then number three, take in whatever feedback comes, whether you were on a forum and you got that feedback because someone else suggested it and you liked what they had to say, or even if you didn't like what they had to say, you're going to try it out just to find out if they were right. Or if you were just taking personal notes, then your own personal reflection, you'll gain feedback from that. So once you have that feedback, go back to step number one, which was go out and gain experience and just put that one, two, three on a loop over and over and over and over and over and over and over.
0: Can I just say something about uh, field reports and and why we're saying that's so important? Of course. Sure. So... um, Field reports, they're they're extremely important for a number of reasons. And you don't have to write them on a forum. Like, uh, you can write them in a personal journal. I, I do both. Um, you know, the ones I want to keep more private, I keep in my journal. And the ones I want to post, uh, I post. Um, but the reason that they're important is because they help you develop, like, a social memory. what will happen is, as long as you try and be uh, really truthful and... Uh, write down as much as you can possibly remember, uh, you'll start to see what you're missing. So at first, for me, it was, I was writing down (laughs) some of the the routines I was using, but I couldn't remember much about my body language. So the next time I went out, I started paying attention to my body language, but I didn't have any trouble remembering what routines I was using. So now I was writing about my routines and about my body language. Um, And then as I got better and better, not only did I become a better writer, uh, because I was writing so much, and I was trying to convey these this information in a better way. Uh, but I also could remember almost every single thing I'd say over the course of an entire night. Um, and it's just from literally going out every night and then writing field reports, either in a journal or on a forum somewhere, uh, and doing that for, I don't know, the past 10 years. Um, it's just uh, it's an extremely helpful thing to do. And uh and it'll help you get better a lot faster.
1: Great. I totally agree with writing. And, and as you say, it doesn't have to be online, it can just be, just be in a in a personal journal. So if you're shy, you know, journal's fine. Um if you if you want to post it in forums and get more feedback, that can be you know helpful too.
0: Sure. And and uh being able to write is also a very powerful seductive tool, right? There's an entire chapter on it in the art of seduction.
1: Mm, great. Yeah.
0: The, the green book.
1: Well guys Thank you, thank you, for being on the, uh, thank you for being on the podcast and helping our users with their questions. Have you got anything to say about what you're up to right now? You know, I, I know you're kind of you're working both with uh, Style Life and you've got your new thing, which is a gentleman's society. Do you want to talk a bit a bit about what you're doing there?
2: Sure. So first of all, thank you for having us, and thank you guys for checking it out and listening. Uh, we are having a bunch of fun running boot camps once a month through StyleLife.com, So if you want to meet us in person and train with us, check that out. And Gentleman society is really a passion of ours right now. More than anything, it's just a place for us to collect information mm-hmm. and have it in a usable way and share it with other people who want to check it out. So if you're looking for new routines or techniques, or you just want to spend some time pondering the, infinite, wonderful, vast, lovely universe of seductive knowledge, then check out GentlemanSociety.com. It was uh, the
0: the blog that I built was the blog I always wanted to have when I was learning this stuff. Uh, I tried to organize it really well um, into routines, seductive media, which is like books, movies, music that might help you, and uh, seduction, which is just anything from specific people who are, current seducers right like guys like russell brand bill clinton what they're doing how they're doing what they're doing and and other things like just the principles in general like what are the four principles of an opener um you know like what is a time constraint how does it work why do we use it uh things like that um so that people can use it as a resource
1: great sounds very useful well it's been great to have you guys both on Evolve sneak and i hope we get to talk sometime soon again Yeah, sure. Absolutely, man. Anytime.
2: Give us a call. It's been fun and we'll talk to you soon.
1: You can find out more about today's podcast and Dating Instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating Skills Review or Dating Skills Podcast and you'll be there. For first timers on the podcast, Dating Skills Review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet. If it exists, we have it. Before you do anything else, read anything else, listen to anything else about dating, sex, or attraction, download our free manual, Fast Track, 7 Rules to Get Good with Women in Months, Not Years. You can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's DatingSkillsReview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life.
0: Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review dating skills review is the amazon.com of dating advice for men if it exists we have it we help you find the best advice fast so you can get good with women in months not years learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com